This is Small Cap Stocks Today, your best source for information on small cap stocks coast to coast with your host, Dave Donlin. Now, from the Stock Investor Daily Studios, here is Dave Donlin. And welcome back to another edition of Small Cap Stocks Today. I'm your host, Dave Dineland. Today, we have a special company we're taking a look at, which is called Pressure Biosciences, Inc. The ticker symbol in the company, it is a public company, PBIO is the ticker. The company is a leader in the development and sale of innovative, enabling pressure-based platform solutions for the worldwide life sciences industry. The company's products and services are based on three patented pressure-enhanced platforms. They include pressure cycling technology, barifold platform, and ultra-shear technology. To date, PBIO has installed over 300 PCT systems in approximately 200 sites worldwide. There's about uh, over 120 publications citing the advantages of the company's PCT platform over competitive methods, many from key opinion leaders. PBIO's primary uh, development and sales efforts are in the biomarker discovery, drug discovery, and design of forensics areas. Customers also use pressure biosciences products in other areas, such as biotherapeutics characterization, soil and plant biology, vaccine development, and counter bioterror applications. So without further ado, we're going to go and uh, talk with Rick Schumacher, the CEO and president, of PBIO. Rick, welcome to the podcast, Small Cap Stocks today. Great to have you with us. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? You had a very successful career as a scientist and entrepreneur. Please tell us about your background. I will, Dave. But first of all, thanks for having me on. I, I've uh, listened to you a lot over the years, and I really appreciate being uh, being on your show here. So uh, <clears throat> I thought I wanted to be a, a physician. So uh, I was going to go to medical school after undergraduate school, and I kind of changed my mind. I I, I went down to Boston. Uh, I was hired by Harvard Medical School, an associated lab. I spent 13 years there. I got a great education, and the first thing I found out is I, I, I really wanted to be a scientist, and, and I wanted to be a business guy, so I was very blessed in that I was able to wear the Harvard Med hat for 13 years and travel the world and learn a lot and, and help people a lot in infectious disease, HIV, hepatitis B, hepatitis C, things like that. Then I got bit by the entrepreneurial bug, and I left uh, Harvard and started my first company called Boston Biomedica. I'm very proud of that, Dave. I'm proud because we developed a way that is now used all over the world to make blood safer. We developed procedures to make sure that the quality of the testing for infectious diseases, HIV, hepatitis B, hepatitis C, were at the optimum before the blood was released. So uh, I'm very, very proud that there are dozens, hundreds, certainly thousands of people alive and well because of my first company, Boston Biomedica. I then started, uh, helped start a company called Trinity Biotech, a group out of Ireland, uh, asked me to help out to test for HIV and saliva. It's now called uh, uh, Trinity Biotech, TRIB, NASDAQ company, and it's still in existence 20 years later, selling a, a lot of test kits around the world. Third company I helped found was Panicos Pharmaceuticals. Panicos was also on NASDAQ, PANC. It was developing a, a uh, anti-HIV drug, and I'm, and I'm very proud of that too. Uh, we, that company went from almost uh, bankrupt, honestly, to a 750 million market cap. Now I'm on my fourth company, Pressure Biosciences. Interesting, Rick. I mean, a lot of times on my end, I don't come across 
people in industries where they're a scientist, they're an entrepreneur, and then on top of that, they're they're running public companies. So I mean, you're very unique and talented in your own right. Uh, really appreciate you being on the show. Obviously, like you said, your brand new company is called uh, Pressure Biosciences. This is your your venture. This is your baby right now. Give us a, a brief overview of Pressure Biosciences. Love to do it. Pressure is an amazing force of nature, David. Amazing. Pressure moves at the speed of sound. Pressure is instantaneous. When you build a pressure chamber and you want to pressurize something in the chamber, you can turn that pressure on and off like you do a light switch. As a scientist working in the lab for 13 years, when we wanted to manipulate a, a cell, manipulate something in a cell, proteins, DNA, enzymes, hormones, we would use uh, temperature, heat, and cold. We would use chemicals. Temperature takes a while to equilibrate. If you want to move something up to a high temperature, it takes a while. Bring it down, takes a while. And if you add chemicals and you want them out, it takes a while to take them out. Pressure moves like the speed of sound, like a light switch, turning it on and off. We want to put something under 1,000 PSI, 10,000 PSI, 45,000 PSI. We dial it into the computer. We put the sample, and the sample in this case could be a cell, it could be a bacterium, it could be a virus, it could be a hormone, and we want to manipulate it. We put it inside of a test tube, put it inside the pressure chamber of the instrument that we make. We dial in the pressure we want to exert, and we close the lid, and we dial in the pressure and push the button, and instantly that cell, that hormone, that enzyme is under that type of pressure. Every biologic in nature has a pressure point. Sometimes they're very, very reactive to pressure. Sometimes a cell or a part of a cell is not very reactive. Once you find out what the pressure point is, you dial it in and we can do things like bust open cells. Why do we want to bust open cells? There's 10,000 different proteins in a cell and we're trying to find a cure. We're trying to find a cause of a disease or a cause of a disability. We have to open up the cell. We have to open up tens of thousands of cells of people with this disease, with this disability, normal cells and cancer cells and precancer cells and modified cells. We do it with pressure. It's like squeezing a sponge. We squeeze cells as we would squeeze a sponge and we break the cells once we know how far to squeeze it Others, which is really 99.9% .9 of scientific community now, they're still beating up the cell to open it up. So that's what we do. We, we have a company that uses pressure, and the first line of business is by using pressure cycles to open up cells to control molecules. The second line of business that's also revenue generating is brand new this year. It's, it's called Barrowfold, and we use pressure to control the shape of proteins. We can talk about that later, but it's very, very important when you're using a protein as a drug. And it can it, pressure can make the shape of the protein be exactly what it should be if it's, if it's misaligned and not proper. And the third area of revenue generation uh, in, our, in our company, Pressure Biosciences, is what we call ultra-shear technology. And we combine ultra-high pressure with shearing, or simply call it cutting, and we're able to do things with ultra shear that we only dreamed about just even a couple of years ago. So basically, you have a technology company in the life sciences sector. Uh, you you do have patented technology, right? We have almost we have about twenty seven patents exactly. Okay, and and then my understanding is you have a couple hundred, maybe three hundred instruments and in labs worldwide. Uh, hundreds of customers around the world, right? And then uh, you're over, my understanding is, over 150 scientific publications. That last, all of those are true. 
And the last part is, is enormously important. Uh, when a scientist writes a publication and puts her or his name on it, they're saying this is real and they want to make sure it's real. So when 150 roughly publications come out that say when you're breaking open samples, cells, bacteria, viruses to get the good stuff out, the DNA, RNA, proteins, the lipids, when you're doing that, we do it using pulses of pressure, squeezing the cells, and we find that the quality of the molecules coming out is better than what we find by beating it up, uh, breaking it the old-fashioned way. So it's very important that there's over uh, nearly 150 papers. So many of these papers are from what we call key opinion leaders. They're the tops in their field. They're the scientists that other scientists look up to. They're the guys we went after first. To, because when, you have, when you're breaking a paradigm that's existed for, for years and years, uh, when you're bringing pressure that goes to thousands of PSI to a lab bench, but it's very safe, you need the key opinion leaders to bless it. So we went after the top protein chemists in the world, and we have many of them as customers, and they're publishing and saying, if you, and they're talking to tens of thousands of other scientists, if you're looking for a cure, if you're looking to find a, 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 a way to stop red tide or a cure for Zika virus, then you need to break open the virus and get out the, the, the molecules. You should look at what we do, which is pressure biosciences, pressure cycling technology. So, yeah, it's very important. Very interesting stuff, Rick. We're here with Rick Schumacher, the passionate CEO and president of Pressure Bioscience. Uh, we, we touched on, Rick, the, the three revenue-generating businesses that you have, uh, your patented platforms, et cetera. I want to talk a little bit about revenue. Uh, the company has consistently increased revenue um, over the past few years by about 10 to 20% annually. Uh, recently, the company gave guidance that you expect revenue to double, uh, double by mid-2020. Are you still confident in that guidance? You know, my lawyer is not talking to me right now because lawyers don't like CEOs to give guidance. Um, but I, I told him that I was going to do it. Uh, and I told him that I'm very confident that we're going to increase our revenue. Our revenue last year was $2.4 million. This year, if you annualize it, it's going to be probably 10% higher if you annualize what we've already reported. But I'm saying that we're going to, we believe we're going to be doing over 5 million in sales next year. And we're pretty confident. So the answer to your question is yes, we're, we're, we're pretty confident that we're onto something that is very much needed. And it's in the cannabis field, specifically the CBD field. And it's very much needed. And we believe we have the answer. And we're starting to, to sell. The answer is in a certain type of machine based upon our patented technology. And we're starting to sell that. And I would be delinquent if I didn't say that our other two areas, in addition to the ultra shear that is the basis of that instrument, our barifold service and our pressure cycling, which we talked about, those two areas are also looking like they're going to do very well next year. So it's it's a great feeling to to be nurturing a company for a number of years. It continues to go up and not at exponential rate. But to get to a point where you think that a year from now, this company could be doing double the sales it's doing this year. So yes, we're 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 very confident that we're onto something big. Rick, really interesting. Uh, the most potent drivers behind each of your three revenue generating business units. What do you see as the three most uh, potent drivers on each one of those 
three patented platforms you've been talking about? Well, for let's take first one. We've talked about that the most so far, pressure cycling technology or PCT. Uh, we have about 15 or 16 patents that allow us to practice the art of squeezing cells, basically putting cells under pressure until they break or until a modification occurs that we want. It's never been done before. We're the only company that I'm aware of in the world that has in the world that has any products in this area. And our sales have been growing steadily every year for the last five years in those areas. We've, as I mentioned, we brought on the KOLs, the key opinion leaders. What's happening now is that there's a also a consumable aspect especially to the PCT line, this first line, where all of the test tubes have to be specially made. We sell the test tubes. So if you're doing 100,000 as Children's Medical Research Center in Sydney, Australia, is 100,000 biopsy samples, and you want to break them open to see what's the difference in the, in the proteins between, let's say, men with aggressive prostate cancer, men with, with, with cancer but not aggressive, and men without cancer, you need to break that up in a high-quality manner. We squeeze the cells until they break. Every cell, every set of cells has to have its own consumable. These consumables run about 2 to $4 a piece. So when we sell the instrument, which runs about $60,000 to $70,000, we also sell a stream of consumables. Our consumables are starting to pick up. We had a record sale uh, number of sales of consumables in the second quarter of 2019. We've started the third quarter better than we started the second quarter, so we're very excited about that. And the publications continue to come out about how different scientists are using the instruments. So that's one reason that that's that's certainly one of the uh, things that is going to really drive our sales in 2020. Uh, the the other is that we've uh, briefly talked at different. Uh, conferences and, and, and my, my, my meetings after every uh, quarter is announced that we continue to work with a number of big companies, small and big companies out there. And we're very excited about some of the potential partnerships that we're dealing with. You can imagine if we can do a partnership with a company that has, uh, you know, 100 salespeople in the world and they want to sell our instrument along with theirs. So there's several companies where our system fits in like hand in glove with theirs. We're talking to them and we're very excited about how the discussions are going. And by next year, uh, we're optimistic that uh, we'll have something to, uh, to announce. The second group is our Barrow Fold. Barrow stands for pressure fold for folding. You know, 30 years ago, there wasn't a single drug on the market that was made out of proteins. Now, 22% of drugs are made out of proteins. And so when you're looking at new drugs coming on the market, realizing that 20 to 25% of them are going to be made from proteins. Uh, it's exciting. The problem is that when you make the protein and you make the protein in the lab, when you make that protein, things can go wrong. When even in your body, things can go wrong. And we have diseases and disabilities coming from proteins that have, uh, have had problems. But when you do this in the uh, area of building it into the lab, then you're running into maybe 500 different things that can go wrong. The number one thing that can go wrong, is, or number one and two, I should say, are is that the proteins can stick together or aggregate, or the proteins can come out in a structure that isn't exactly right. When you put those proteins under pressure, and we own the patents, we purchased eight patents from a company called Barrowfold. We own the patents, allow us to practice and, and license others to practice the ability to fix proteins that are hopefully going to be drugs that are aggregating, sticking together, or misfolded. So we're very excited. 
This didn't exist a year ago. We've already done two hundred and fifty to $300,000 this year by hanging our shingle. We think we can do between four and 500000 this year, and we can do a lot more next year. The third area of our business is the area of ultra shear, perhaps the most exciting to investors right now. We have a patented technology that allows us to break oil down to such small particles that the oil actually, we say it's soluble, it goes into water, it disperses this into water, it looks, it disappears. Uh, where is that important? It's important when you make emulsions. As an example, an emulsion, milk is an emulsion, raspberry vinaigrette. Have you ever had raspberry vinaigrette salad dressing, Dave? Absolutely. You put it on your salad. What do you do before you put it on? Have to shake it, right? Shake it like crazy. So it mixes and, and only mix, stays mixed for seconds and then you put it on in your salad. If you were to take raspberry vinaigrette and put it through our ultra shear technology system, we would break the oil down to such small particles that the oil, the vinegar, the water will all mix and be one solution. Now you don't have to shake it. Chances are it'll also be more flavorful. So we're very excited about this. We're, we're, we're certainly looking at a number of different uh, applications, as you know, for our UltraShear technology. Yeah, we're not just talking, uh, when we're talking CBD as an example on the instrument, which is the Barrel Shear K45, correct me if I'm wrong, we're not just talking about one particular market. Yes, we're talking CBD, but um, you were telling me uh, earlier, Rick, I mean, there's there's other markets out there much larger than the CBD market that you can actually utilize your instrument for, your technology for, the food market, cosmetics, etc. correct? Correct. Uh, it, it's kind of ironic and a little bit funny. I smile because when I tell people that, uh, who are investors and say your company or are not investors and say, hopefully your, your future company, where we, we made an announcement about a month ago, a little over a month ago, that we're building an instrument to go into the CBD field and which is purported to be, you know, in the 20 to $40 billion market in the next couple of years. And the biggest problem, in my opinion, and the opinion of a lot of people, if they Google CBD, the biggest problem, certainly one of the three for everyone, is that CBD comes out of the plant in an oil. And when you ingest that CBD containing oil, you absorb very little of the CBD. So all these people that are buying CBD products are really not absorbing that much CBD because it's right now in an oil. We can turn that oil and make it water soluble so that when you ingest it, instead of getting perhaps less than 10% is what we read, you should be getting greater 90% of the CBD out. So it becomes more efficient for the producer of the product and it becomes more beneficial uh, for the individual taking the CBD. And everyone looks and says, wow, it's an amazing field, it's growing. And I say, it's the smallest market that we wanna go into with our brand new instrument. We're just developing the instrument. We've, we're, we're actually taking pre-orders. I said a couple of weeks ago, we're gonna make 12 instruments uh, we started calling people and people have called us and within the first two two weeks, three weeks, we've already sold three instruments and I've got about 30 leads for the remaining nine instruments. So that's why I feel very confident about sales next year being much higher than this year. Uh, but the other fields, cosmetics, cosmetics are, are, are emulsions. Imagine mascara and, and all the skin serums. I walked through Macy's and I saw hyaluronic acid infused uh, skin serum. I saw vitamin B12 infused skin serum. Wait till they try to put CBD into skin serum. Guess what? It's not going to disperse. We can make it disperse. So when you think about 
you know, the food industry, the, the salad dressings, you think about cosmetics, the skin serums, those markets are in the hundreds of billions of dollars. CBD is, is no shrinking violet. It's still in the 30, 40 billion dollar range. So we're very, very, very excited about our new entree into, uh, into the ultra shear market and what we can do with our new instrument, the, uh, the, the bear shear K45. The name of the company is Pressure Biosciences, Inc., ticker symbol PBIO. Our special guest today, Rick Schumacher, CEO and president of the company. Rick, thanks so much for joining us. I really appreciate the opportunity, David. Thank you. Join us again very soon for another edition of the Small Cap Stocks Today podcast, where we feature companies, authors, analysts, journalists, and other special guests talking about stocks on the NASDAQ and OTC stock exchanges. Till next time. Have a great day. You have been listening to Small Cap Stocks Today, your best source for information on small cap stocks coast to coast with your host, Dave Donlin. Join us again soon for another edition of Small Cap Stocks Today.